if you sleep train your kid or you co-sleep with your kid, who cares? So even that, like, why can't we do a mixture of those things? Like when he was a baby, he slept in bed with me. My mom had a fit about it. And then once he hit about six months, we put him in a crib in his own room. We sleep trained. And you know what? He's an amazing sleeper despite both both of those things and i know parents who do the same thing and their kids are shit sleepers yeah there is nothing you can do (laughs) do your best you hope for the best hey guys my name is shayla welcome to the hey shayla podcast i went from full-time travel to full-time new covid mom and holy Wow, is motherhood and adulting a learning curve? There are so many decisions we need to make and a million ways to do it right. I created this podcast to interview some of my gurus to share their knowledge and empower you on your journey. Let me be your guinea pig and ask the questions that you think everyone else knows. Here, we're a little hippie. We try to do things as naturally as possible and we don't take ourselves too seriously. But above all, we support one another and work to find what works. If you're into it, you're our people. Let's get started. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Coming back and listening to the Hey Shayla podcast today, I have Ashley and Carrie on from the Mom Taraj podcast, and I am so excited. I was just telling them before that I was trying to stalk them a little bit and look them <laughs> up. And you're wild. You're wild women. And I was I was watching and I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm really excited <laughs> to get into all of this. I've waited my whole life for someone to call me wild. So this is great. I'm a woman of a certain age and I'm a wild woman. <laughs> crazy. I've been called crazy. I've been called. Do you curse on your podcast? Yeah, let's do it. I've been called crazy. I've been called bitch. I've never been called wild. And I wild. I'm kind working. Of fun. I'm working towards eccentric. That's what I'm going for. You're there, girl. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. Well, there you go. There's the intro. If you didn't believe me, <laughs> now you do. So today we're going to talk about just, I mean, you're kind of crunchy moms as far as I'm concerned and kind of what we talked about initially. And so we're going to talk about how to, if you were into like the natural childbirth, how to then extend that into your motherhood essentially. And kind of like what we do, what you guys do and just all of the crunchy things. Awesome. Yes. So I, I guess just to start, tell me about you guys, tell me a little bit that I couldn't find while trying to stalk you both. <laughs> Carrie, you start. Cause okay. I don't know what to say ever when people ask me to tell them about just myself. Just talk about yourself. It's really it's well, so easy. <laughs> I was a dancer turned actor and uh, also turned yoga teacher, meditation teacher. Um, And my crunchy journey started a long ago (laughs) when I was like a really sickly kid and no one could figure out why. And I had all these different health crises and they wanted to give me all this medicine. I am pro-medicine. I'm not not for medicine. My parents are in the medical field. However, um, I, it just didn't track what they were saying. And so I started my own like holistic healing journey with a naturopath and a functional medicine doctor. And I meditated and did yoga and it kind of changed my life. And then I became a mom. And of course I wanted to, yeah. um, do that with my daughter. And I had Ashley and I both had the big old plans, natural childbirth, taking the <laughs> classes, doing the things I had a doula, I was doing all the stuff yes. and ended up having kind of have a semi-emergency C-section. Um, and so for me, that conversation about um, now what was like, I missed it. That I missed the natural childbirth. I wanted nothing I could do about it. So yeah. then how does that, how does that like, am I still crunchy if I had an emergency C-section? Yeah, and then, and then how, and then how can I continue the crunchy path or yeah. now just be like, well, screw it. I Stop. Now my kid's eating refined sugar and the red, red dye all Stop. the time. So for me, the, it's sort of been like, okay, well, how did that translate like beyond the birth? Now, what does that mean that I want to be as natural a mom as I can? Yeah. Be? And Ashley and I met because we got, um, cast as best friends and we weren't in a reality situation. <laughs> and, uh, 
And then we became real best friends. And we have this pod and we have this podcast now. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. And I'm working towards eccentric. Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, how do you follow that? Oh, you I can. should also, I should also say, I should also say I'm an older mom. I had my daughter at 40. Okay. Um, and had a lot of fun up until then. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more up to come. Until then. A, a different kind of fun. Maybe. And now it's all changed. <laughs> right. Uh okay. I'm gonna try to follow yeah, that. Good up. luck. So uh <laughs> I was, I mean, I worked in daytime television in production. Um, I've had so many zillions of odd jobs in that world. And truth be told, I was never crunchy. Um, I was not a crunchy person by any means. It was like nights were fueled by like mozzarella sticks and, you know, alcohol. Um, <laughs> and it really wasn't until I got pregnant that I like became crunchy, you know, like I knew I was a Virgo and I was like, Ooh, look at me. I'm spiritual. Um, <laughs> not quite eccentric, but right. Uh. <laughs> right. Uh, so I just didn't, I just never really connected with that side. And then I was a reluctant mother. Um, my husband and I got pregnant accidentally. I mean, you know, as accidental as that can possibly be. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, essentially once that happened. Mind you, my mom is crunchy in certain, you know, like she also go to word the crunchy. Yeah. Is just like... Yeah. She, she was like, she studied, um, to be a yoga practitioner. She's a registered dietitian. Um, she's been on a self-healing journey for quite some time. And I was always like, Oh my God, this is not my thing. Like, yeah. don't please stop telling me to meditate. It's just, <laughs> I, it's not happening. And then something clicked when I got pregnant. Um, I think I went to my first like, you know, appointment, doctor's appointment when I got pregnant and really felt like maybe it was like the second or third. I just really felt um, a like I had no idea what in the hell I was doing and <laughs> B like I, my doctor didn't even like bother to remember me. Like she would walk into the room and it was almost like I. I was just another number. It was very clear that Ew. this was a very like very populated doctor's office Cattle call, in a hospital. Just yeah, <laughs> totally. And uh. I was just like, this doesn't feel right. And I started to read books and look into things. And um, I discovered Bradley Method. And I decided I was going to go that route with my husband. And we took Bradley Method, um, which I liked because... It was very much about, you know, uh, being more holistic, be more crunchy, if you will, um, not having as much medical intervention. But the person that I went to uh, was very much about like, listen, sometimes you're just going to need medical interventions. So I then found a different doctor. I found a way to kind of, which is kind of uncommon with Bradley method, but I found a way to kind of combine the two and develop birth plans and do all of that. And that's really where it started. And even now I wouldn't say that I'm fully, um, you know, like carries into meditation and yoga and all of that stuff. And I'm certainly not, but I do, um, I am in the sense where I realize like, shit's going down on this planet and um the, <laughs> and it goes the beyond forecast straws. isn't that great yeah beyond straws. Yeah. yeah the forecast isn't looking great so it's time for us to start implementing some things um so you know i'm into sustainability and uh trying to eat healthy and trying to not be wasteful and things like that my parents have kind of like in the past year moved three hours away upstate and like have a shit ton of land. And, you know, cool. like I had never even really been camping. So it was just, it, it was, it was, it's been a weird transition, but I'm here for it. And I like, <laughs> I like where I currently am. Yeah. It sounds like you've got a good balance of like what works functionally and what you're like kind of trying to work towards and like yes. slowly pulling in little pieces and whatever. Yeah. And I, think and I manifest. So that's oh. crunchy. <laughs> Proud of you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah. I have like a little altar with like rocks and crystals. Wow. And, you know, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying that, to be there. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> that's like more than just a vision board. That's I mean candles and I have candles, yeah, of I have course. incense, yeah. I have tarot cards, I have books on stuff. <laughs> wow. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thriving. 
No kidding. Manifesting all and sorts she, of shit. And she didn't get them all at Urban Outfitters either. No, I didn't get any at Urban I know, Outfitters. So Can you good. believe it? Wow. I'm like a real crunch. I love it. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. All right. Well, hey, that's that's a fantastic uh and that's I mean, I guess my next question was, would you consider yourself crunchy? So you sort of already covered all of that and how you were before kids. Um so what things do you do that you feel like, I guess, what things do you do that you feel like are more of the natural approach? And then what things do you do that are more of the conventional thing? Cause in my like mind now, or yeah, now, now that you're a mom now, and now that you're kind of like in this transition, like the altar is one thing for sure, but <laughs> it's like you have Montessori and you have cloth diapers and you have all these different options. So I'm just curious, like what things are you guys doing or have you done and what things were you like? Nah. Well, I mean, I'm going to speak for Carrie and I both <laughs> with this one, okay. but um, we have talked about extensively on our show, in our personal lives, that our biggest regret, both of us parent parenting baby wise, is that we didn't clock diaper. It was something we were both very uh, interested in and mm-hmm. like really wanted to do. I even went so far as to like buy some cloth diapering things. Okay. Um, but I just couldn't get my husband on board. I couldn't get other pe- everybody was like, Oh my God, you're going to cloth diaper. It's going to be the worst. Like, yeah. why would you do that? And we have since worked with a cloth diaper company. And it, to this day, I mean, I have zero plans of having another kid, but if I did, there would be go- no going back to regular diapers. So, so you, how old is your, my son's four and a half. Okay. So you're out of diapers. Yeah. We're, we're, out of diapers no judgment but like yes. right yes. yeah 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 no no we're, he wipes his own ass we're good <laughs> wow that's really good I mean most of the time sometimes yeah. he needs a little help but Mom. you know yeah <laughs> and I have kind of um my you know I am definitely more the crunchier one between me and my totally. baby my baby daddy oh sorry I thought you meant no, between okay. you and I I was well, like that's yeah true too. that's true too <laughs> I mean look at my background here I know I saw that in mine <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I've had to, um, you know, relationships are about give and take guys. We've heard it before. So, um, obviously if I actually, I had a previous pregnancy, not with my now partner many, many years ago, and I was going to be a single mom and I was, had the whole crunch plan and we were good. Cause it was just me. It was how I wanted to do it, how I wanted to do things, but then you get a partner and it's a different situation. So, um, uh, I really, so, you know, the give and take. So for instance, I really wanted like a birth, like because I was older, it was going to be hard to have a birth at home. I was probably going to have to have a birth close to a hospital because of my age and my, the, the dangers of being old and being of geriatric pregnancy, <laughs> yes. but, um, which is the most insulting term in the world, by the way. I know. But, uh, so so then I got a doula and I found a doctor that was was good about my wishes and all that other kind of stuff. And so like we met in the middle. Right. And so and I switched doctors a couple of times because I, I they were not OK with my 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 plan. Um, and, you know, I meditated every single day I was pregnant. And I really think that that made a difference. I there's this I don't believe in I, I don't. I, I practice a, a, a yoga style that is not like specific to any one guru or or genre of yoga. And there's this Kundalini practice. I think it's like at 107 days or something, maybe 108 days. You uh, do a whole thing where you prepare your body so that the soul can pick you Ooh, to be in your baby. Interesting. You know, so that it's like the soul's out there yeah. and it chooses your vessel, even though you're already pregnant, right? right. So, yep. I mean, I do. There's like a term for when the soul comes in quickening, yeah, quickening. So I did, I mean, I like, look at you. Like, oh, so I like, I like did the whole thing. I like had a massage. I had Reiki. I meditated for six hours. I <laughs> vision boarded. I did everything. I'd say I got the exact kid that I, that I thought was going to get so it. Were you manifesting <clears throat> like the type of Soul? No, I just say I, I I'm open to this vessel. You just get yourself really clear, and then you kind of imagine like what would be a good synergistic thing. Interesting. And then just, so, um, and then I didn't do that for the record. <laughs> well, how's your kid? Are they a good fit or not? Really? Uh, he is actually a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful fit. But um, 
I did not do, I didn't know this existed. So, you know, but you would have done it. if you I, had I known. Prob- Honestly, yes, I probably would have had I known Carrie then. And had she told me, I probably would have been like, that's worth a try. <laughs> I'll give it Why a not? go. Yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? Yeah. And I, you know, I did the exercise. Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, um, I now forget even what the question you asked was how, Oh, what do you consider? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, no. What do we do? What do we do now in our lives? That's So like I have stasher bags instead of regular bags. I have lots of reusable. Now we do have some of the other because sometimes it's hard to get my partner to do right. all the no, things. they're always the last one. It's on board. really we, right. It's it's like a little tricky. I do all the cooking, so I try to like right yep. now we're we're on it. We're on a plan. We're on a little bit of a health nutritionist plan right now where um, I like literally am I'm doing macros and micros and looking and making sure we're getting omega threes and our vitamin D and like wow. chart charting it like I'm going hardcore to make sure we're getting our proper balance. How long have you nutrients. been doing that? I'm a nutri- I'm a nutritionist, so I like know how to do this to do stuff. That. Right. But um I mean COVID has us all not feeling our best. So right. I started doing it a couple months ago and just trying to like add things in and I they eat what I try to feed them. Yeah. My kid, I my kid I don't worry about it too much because sometimes the kid just needs a chicken nugget and we just call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. But for me and my partner, um yeah and I like take I have an, you know, I do all the things. I have an acupuncturist and I take the herbs and I, but I'm not like, I'm a conscious, uh, I'm a conscious eater of fish and chicken. I don't eat a ton of it, but I'm like a conscious carnivore, I guess you would call it, but mostly we're like ovo, lacto, pesco. Isn't that funny that there's like a term for everything? (laughs) Right. It's very bizarre, but you know, we're doing the things we're trying to figure out where our food is from. Like, you know, but having... I decided I'm going to start making my own bread the other day. I saw oh, recipe. Wow. Off oh, you like you like skipped because that was beginning pandemic. And now you like I know. Well, I'm, it's not a sourdough starter. <laughs> Got it. OK. <laughs> oh, you missed that memo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't miss it. I tried it. And oh. just like plants, I couldn't keep it alive. So um, I, I was on that track. Oh, my but, gosh. That's so yeah. Funny. I, I mean, really, everything basically Carrie said, minus macros and micros. Um. But like, same, same, same kind of stuff. I really am just trying to be conscious. Mostly my main, my main thing in terms of uh, being crunchy currently is being conscious of my footprint on earth and my sons and my husband's and trying my best to leave as little of a footprint as possible. So, well, and I feel like it's interesting because when you kind of go down this path, it's sometimes there's a choice between health of myself and health of like sustainability impact sort of thing. So like, is this the best thing for my skin or is this the, are there no toxins in here versus are they using reusable packaging and are they using this? And so there's kind of this double thing that you almost have to figure out or, or decide which is more important for you right now or whatever. I think I long decided chemicals on my skin are okay. If they make me, if they, (laughs) if they're keeping things good, we're okay. But the packaging, the shipping, that matters. Yeah. And my esthetician will tell you everything has chemicals in it. Everything right. you put, unless you're putting straight oil on your Coconut face, oil, just. Yeah. Which is not even good Found for you. you. It's, well, over, it's over farmed. It, yeah. Anyways. Oh, and also see, causes right. acne. <laughs> everything well, is, is actually terrible. Right. This is what I was going to say. So like a while before my, I had my kid, I did this like nine month crazy meditation thing where it ended in India in silence for a month. There's like a this lot. This was before a you were pregnant. Yes. Meditation. Yes. I've considered the week and I'm like, whoa. This is, this is nine months of 45 minutes of meditation every day. The end culminating in this gigantic, long, silent meditation retreat in India. Anyway, while I was doing that midway through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get really sensitive when you're meditating and oh, you, I can't even imagine. you're so sensitive. And I, I live in you're New York. open to everything. Right. I feel like. I live in New York. And at that point, I did not know what to do with myself. I was like, I don't think I can exist because I'm like, I'm seeing that the, <clears throat> the, the pigeon's heart is the same as my heart. Oh, wow. And, and then I'm like, what can I eat? Evidently, plants also have feelings. So I, some people say they scream when you cut them. Oh my! I've heard people say that. I don't believe that, but this this is the bullshit. Sorry, sorry, my kid has a fever. I was like, can you get her some Tylenol? Oh no, Um, it's okay. So then, um, (laughs) that explains the fetal position. Yes, that's fine. It's fine. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, I would just was like went down this thing and then I would like step on an ant and I'd be like, oh my God, I feel so bad. And then I'd have to stop and cry in like the middle of the sidewalk. Oh my goodness. It was not, at one point I was, I was doing a retreat and I like lost my shit because I killed an ant. And then I watched as its ant friends <gasps> picked it up and then started eating it. And I was like, oh everything my God. is horrible. I killed the ant. The ant has the same soul Nobody's as I called you eccentric before? Friends are <laughs> eating him. This is horrible. And I, and so I just was like, I, I don't know. I had to like cut back on meditation because I was like, I can't live like this. I need yeah. to like live in a cave. Yeah. And I don't know, like I, I would get down this thing and be like, I don't know what to eat anymore. Yeah. If everything has feelings and everything has heartbeats. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I can't just live on water and air. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, so I try to have it be a balance because I am kind of an all or nothing kind of gal. When I go hard, I go hard. And so balance is hard for me. And that's what I'm trying to work towards between every time I'm just sitting there drinking air and feeling bad about <laughs> stepping on grass or like, or like tons of cocktails and Cheetos. Like I got to find a middle. Right. Ideally. It's hard between yeah. those two things. Yes. We're going to take a brief break. So I can tell you about my favorite nursing bra. It took me a while before I bought a nursing bra with Aaliyah. I have no idea why, but then I found the kindred bravely sublime sports bra ordered it. Love it. It's comfortable. I would work out in this thing. You can open it up whenever you want, feed the babe, close it. They have pajamas. They have pumping bras. You can get 20% off with code. Hey, Shayla, let's get back to the show. So then what are some of the things that you are doing that are balanced? Like, I mean, Macros what, like, and micros, baby. Macros. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask you too. Do you feel like you've noticed a difference in how you feel since you've started really honing in on? Yeah, I mean, I my I I was working with a functional medicine doctor that said, you know, these things that are going on in your body could be because of these. We're gonna we're gonna look at all your issues, all the symptoms, all the whatever, and we're just gonna go through and try to work and tinker until we find the right thing that works. And so we've been doing that and tinkering and I've been sleeping better and I'm having, cause I'm perimenopausal. I'm having less hot flashes and, you know, I do notice a difference, but it's very hard to do. It's not sustainable to continue to do right. it this way all the time, but I'm hoping that once every, all the, all the Reset. vitamin and mineral, whatever, then I'll have a more into, cause I've always been a good intuitive knowing what I need eater. So I just feel like I got to recalibrate because after a baby, it's like, hard. Everything's hard. And then I'm 43 <laughs> and then I'm like, and then there's perimenopause and that's a whole other thing. So geez, I really try to focus on the nutrition stuff and the yoga stuff now. Um, and I'll work harder at like, I want to compost. And we had a, a little bit of a vegetable garden. Like as soon as I get myself, as soon as the, like, uh, I keep saying like, like I'm a teenager, sorry, <laughs> the mask over my face, you know, <laughs> before I help my kids. Once I get myself and my partner back in fighting shape, then we'll, I really want to have like a lot of our vegetables come from our own garden and stuff like that. Yeah. Woof. It is, <laughs> it is a black hole though. Like you or bunny hole or whatever they say, or like you go yeah. down the rabbit hole, rabbit hole. <laughs> one of the holes. It's something. <laughs> it's a hole. It is because you go down there and you're like, okay, I'm going to get into this. And then you start reading an article and then it brings you to another article. And then you're like, did you know that blah, 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 like plants breathe and they scream when you eat them. And you're like, well, then what am I supposed to eat though? Well, it's just and, so much stress. Yeah. And also we're living in this time where there's so much misinformation. In oh my God. Everything, everywhere. Right. So it's just, um, you know, like it's hard to trust any old blog article. It's hard to trust those things. It's hard, like, unless it comes from like a scientific journal or a reputable source, right. how do you trust something that tells you that at this point? Or even like, how do you know what to trust? You read a right. blog post and you're like, oh yeah, they're, they're a dietitian or they're yeah. some, like, they but must like, know what they're talking about. But like on TikTok where it's like, I'm just going to eat a lot of this and then the worms will come out of my poop. Right, or right. <laughs> yeah. Or like, for example, I drink a ton of seltzer water. It is my fate. It's like, if I'm not drinking coffee or alcohol, it's seltzer water. And that's the truth that that's, I don't that's really have terrible, much. Is it? No, no, no. I, I really yeah. don't. But you know, I end up going through a lot of cans, a lot of bottles. So oh, for see. Christmas, I asked my mom to get me a soda stream 
And uh, where the hell was I going with this story about this? Oh, so I started looking into making it a mineral water. And I like went down this like vortex of blog posts that were like, buy these drops on Amazon. This is how I make my mineral water. (laughs) But yeah, but I went to go buy them the other day and then I like started reading reviews. And then, of course, there's like a number of reviews that are like, this has trace metals in it. Don't use it. And it's just, I was looking for dog toothpaste the other day for my well, dog. Is that a and, thing? Yeah, dog yeah. toothpaste. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I like to dog. get all the but, like. But you want to know why she was searching for it? Because the pet psychic we had on said yes. that she needs, it's that true. she wants Ooh, her teeth brushed more. Yes, it's true. But <gasps> I started looking for. I, we are Talk out about of dog crunchy. toothpaste. Yeah. Talk about crunchy. Her pet psychic said that her dog told her that she wants her teeth brushed more. So then she went to try to find this. Is so good these, are facts. <laughs> these are facts. Um, this is 100% accurate and correct. But yeah. I went on to Amazon. Every, firstly, I Googled best like natural dog toothpaste. Then I like every link I clicked on, I read the reviews and everyone was like, this gave my dog explosive ass diarrhea. Oh or my like, gosh. This one cost me $600 at the vet. And I was like, who, how do I? Is that, yeah. Like, do I just go to PetSmart and just ask the guy there who's like 16 years old and just yeah. doesn't give a shit about his part-time right. job? How do I get an answer here? So, you so know, what'd you do? I, she still doesn't have toothpaste. Oh, I can't wow. figure out what to buy her. Well, maybe she doesn't. Maybe she just needs a brushing. She's pressured she's into interaction. Oh, she- <laughs> I will scrub. You know, I pick the plaque off my Matt's, dog's teeth. No, Matt I will does do it, it for you. every day now. But yeah. he, we need more toothpaste. How do you Obviously. pick the? How do you do you that? You don't. She don't listen to her. No, I- not. You pick the shit off <laughs> I, your dog's teeth. I have a specialty CVS doll, the, the metal hook, and it says Beckett's fangs. And I get up in there and I pull the plaque off of this. Oh, my God. Clementine would never let us. Yeah. Do does that. he let you do that? No, from, she would from never. a baby, because I had a, a, another small breed dog and before him. And I had spent thousands and thousands of dollars on dental stuff because his because small dogs have that problem. Yeah. So then when I got my dog that I have now, I did it from the moment he was a puppy. We've done it. We've done it three times a week ever since he was a puppy. Three times a week. Yes. You're supposed to do it like every day if you can. What? Which is kind of unrealistic. Let I don't even know you. I brush my teeth every day. And my, dog is, my dog is 14 years old and has escaped death twice. So his teeth must has be doing something be. for him. Has That's to be. crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the things you didn't know that you were going to learn today. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, every time I talk to Ashley, I learn something new about both of us. Including That's yourself. True. <laughs> and also, if I may say to your listeners, if you have any dog toothpaste suggestions, yeah. please write in. <laughs> Or hit me up. Yeah, where should I need they? Something. There you go. Where should they find you? So at Momtrash Podcast on on Instagram. Just send us a DM, and I or will. Hello at Momtrash. Hello at Momtrash. Oh, wait, wait. It's hello at MomtrashPodcast.com. Yes, sure. And just just the in the title, put nasty dog teeth, and we'll know we'll know where you are. Nasty yep. dog. Or just put crunchy. And we'll Someone's know. gonna be like, I grind up my own oat flour, yes. and I mix it with baking with soda and water. With You're my right. Own urea. Yeah. Yeah. What's urea? Urea is the chemical that's in urine. Oh, so why would you do that? How do you because separate that from urine? You have to spin it. That's like what's in all of those. Fancy- you don't do that. No, but it's, okay. a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's in a lot of facial in my salad spinner. I oh, just really? Spin the- urea is in like a lot of fancy face. Oh, I have heard that actually. So so here's something that's not crunchy. I am from New Jersey and I like like fabulous <laughs> nails that are so I like chemical put all the chemicals on my nails yeah like gel yeah she loves a gel manicure that is not gel. crunchy I do not like a gel manicure I don't like that either but I yeah I, I feel like it messes up my nails I'm just a jersey girl from the 80s. I think so I'm just, am I. I, <laughs> I think I'm too cheap I'm like what oh that I nail polish I, I did this myself oh yeah, she does her nails impressive. by herself all the time yeah wow I really like, like that kits and shit Saves yeah. a buck, saves a buck. But it's time. How do you have time to do that and brush your dog's teeth three times a week? <laughs> Listen, all that Priorities. yoga, all, that yoga, all those supplements. Keeping me just it's the macros and the micros, baby. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are so funny. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So let's get back to parenting. Okay. Um, what would you say? Okay. You, we kind of like went back and forth about what to talk about on the podcast and you guys were like, Oh, we could talk about Montessori. We could talk about, um, attachment parenting style. And some of those things I was like, heard of it. I don't really know necessarily what these things are. So tell me first what you would say your parenting style is, and then like define what that means so that I can understand what that means. I define my parenting style as hold on and good luck. Uh, I, it's, that sounds very technical. I thought you were going to come out with an actual thing and I was just going to be like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> However, I was a celebrity nanny as oh, a wow. job prior to having being a full-time nanny. <laughs> and so I have encountered every kind of parenting style because interesting all these like very high-end people yeah. are interested in doing high-end things and one mm. of those high-end things is naming your parenting style and studying it <laughs> so uh, attachment parenting yeah. you shouldn't really have a nanny if you're an attachment parent but you know you do you celebs no. um you know to, from the difference of like we bed share <clears throat> and then I don't there was a movie one time with um Maggie Gyllenhaal that was super funny uh, it was like a dramedy and it was about how she was a, an attachment parent and she wouldn't even push a stroller because she said, why would I want my child to think I'm shoving them away from me? It's like very, like you're wearing your baby all the time. You sleep in the same bed. It's there's no division. Um, uh, that's attachment parenting. Okay. Um, helicopter is when you're like overlooking, like, like managing. You're, you're, yeah. You're like seeing everything they do. Then there's like tiger moms, which are just like constantly. I don't know if that's a parenting style. It is right. Yeah. It's like oh, constant lessons. They have to be the best Suzuki right. method, get the straight A's like on do okay. every sport kind of thing. I'm, I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of gal. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to do the best I can and keep my kid alive and not emotionally damage him. Yeah. And you know what? It still happens. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I've gone to therapy and cried about mommy and daddy loving me too much. And I sat there and I was like, this is some first world shit right yeah. here. I can't believe I'm paying somebody to talk to about how my parents just love me too much. Um, so, you know, he's probably going to do the same. I hope. I hope he sits in therapy and cries about how mommy and daddy tried their best and loved me just too much. So what would you say is the difference between because I feel like helicopter and I know that this is different, but helicopter and attachment seem very similar in the fact that they're like always watching and always connected and always well, a- attachment parenting is uh more like you're equals, you- aren't you? Yeah, you're yeah. equals. So you just kind of like let your kid do their thing. You're witnessing them. There's not really a boundary, whereas helicopter parenting, they're micromanaging. So they're like. And what are you going to wear to school today? And where, and where did you put it? Okay. Uh, yep. No, don't go on that swing. Uh, no, that right. swing is bad. Like, just honey, constantly. you can only play in this area right here. So there are boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Got it. And it's very like kind of discipline, but it's like a wary wart discipline yeah. versus attachment parenting is more like, I respect you as an equal. You can go wherever you want in this house. And we're, I'm never would push you away from me. And of course we'll shower naked forever together or whatever. <laughs> you don't want to wear your jacket today. It's negative 10. If that's right. your body. Right. Like, that's fine. Yes. Yeah. No problem. You listen to your body, honey. Yeah. That kind honey. of stuff. Okay. And I'm just like, I am shocked that we make it through the day every day. <laughs> and, and I do, I do try to be a little, like I put my kid in Montessori school, which is fosters independence. Yeah. Um, independence. I love you. I love you oh, too. Stop. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, and so Montessori, I have an independent kid anyway. So sometimes I'm like, was that a good choice to <laughs> make her more independent? But they do, they do like life skill stuff. So I love you too, Ashley. I oh. love you too, Luna. She, she can't hear say, me, right? Yeah, no. Can you say, she said, I love you too. Can you say, I love you, Shayla? I love you, Shayla. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so, hey, you want to sound bite? Say, hey, say, hey, Shayla. This is going to sound terrible. My mic is doing a weird thing. Okay. Um, 
Montessori school because it's like instead of just only teaching them like colors and stuff, they teach them how to like tie their shoes and and set the like Luna already knows how to set the table. She's three. They teach them how to wash dishes and they say, don't dumb it down. So she has a knife that she can use that cuts vegetables. And we make it's like very life skilly. Yeah. Um, And so even though I'm like, hold on and go, I do do quite a bit of research about like what is good for my kid. Yeah. And so. I think about how, you know, Montessori is good for her because she's already independent and it's going to foster, especially as a girl in this day and age, an independent, fierce spirit. And, you know, I'm going to put her in nature camp this summer. So she learns to Fun. respect nature. Oh and Remind things. me, we need to have that conversation later. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I mean, <laughs> I am, I don't really have a parenting style, except that I just, am trying to let my kid be who she is like and not put my own facade on her yeah. or what I, I facade's not the right word, but ugh, who I want her to be and just let her be herself. But yeah. with, but with discipline, because I, I don't, I'm, I can't deal with an undisciplined child. I yeah. just can't. And my I come from a disciplinarian kind of mom. And so it's a mixture of like setting rules and then being like, I'm just going to see who you become. I don't want to put my own take on it. All right. That that's thorough. <laughs> I, I like that one. I, we do some Montessori stuff too. And I've read Montessori books and I, I agree with most of it. Like Aaliyah helps me unload the dishwasher, but she thinks it's the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's keep doing this. And just like, yeah, kind of let her do her thing. Basically, as long as it's safe, if you're, yeah. and that's kind of the thing too. Like I was at my dad's house and his fireplace was on and, um, they were touching it and they're like, well, she's not going to, I was like, how hot is it? And she's like, it's because there's a screen or something. She's like, it's hot. I was like, is she going to burn herself? Yeah. She's like, no, she's not going to burn herself. I was like, we're just going to let her do her thing. Like if she touches it and it's really hot, that's okay. It's uncomfortable, but she'll learn very quickly that it's hot. If she's going to burn herself. Okay. I'm going to keep her away from the, like safety wise, we're, that's where we draw the line. Otherwise we're just going to kind of let her do it. If she gets bruised, if she gets skinned up. For a second, I thought you said if she gets bruised, if she gets kidnapped, <laughs> whatever, kidnapped, hopefully they bring her back. That's what, that's what I thought I heard you say. Sure, I've got a chip behind her ear. So it's I'll fine. Just she gets kidnapped, whatever. Just, you know, yeah. as long as she's not, you know, she doesn't get burned. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Ashley, what about you? How do you feel like you're, uh, how are you parenting? I, like I said, I, I just, um, you're not doing crazy amounts of research. No, I, I do. I look into things. Well, um, we have a mom podcast. For right. Right. You, know, you have all the resources coming in. Right. Totally. Yes. So it's not that <laughs> I don't do the research. I certainly do. I just don't identify with anything I've really seen. Yeah. Um, I, it's just, again, I, you know, I feel a certain responsibility as the mother of a, of a little boy, um, living where we live. Um, I feel like, and you know, obviously I married my husband. I think he is a very decent, uh, upstanding man. And, and thankfully, because, you know, obviously that's important, but I do feel a lot of responsibility in, um, encouraging him to feel his feelings. And then, you know what? Sometimes he just feels too many fucking feelings. And I'm like, stop crying. <laughs> and I get so upset with myself because I'm like, you're you're going against what you said. Yeah. You you said as a young man, he is. I mean, he's four and a half, not a young man. But as a yeah. little boy, he is. He should be able to feel all his feelings. But like sometimes it's just too much. The well, other yeah. day he cried because I took the tiniest bite out of his lime popsicle. Like he cries just like any other kid. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, I don't know that I identify with any of these things. He goes to regular old public school, which is actually kind of like huge in my family. I never set foot in public school my entire education. My parents sent me to private school my whole life. They don't believe in the public school system because of things that they went through in the public school system. Uh-huh. Um, so, and you know, I live in the inner city and I still send my child to public school. Um, currently, I, I don't know if it's always going to be like that, but for right now it is. Um, and I'm just, you know, I think screen time is totally fine. He, um, because of COVID, we had not sent him back to school and, you know, the surges were right outside of Manhattan and the numbers get really high. 
um, the surge was so high. I kept him out of school until today, February. Oh my gosh. And um, I still have a business, which is my podcast, among yeah. other freelance things that I do. Right. And I have work to do. My husband has a zillion and one jobs too that he does from his office in our basement. And he and I are working <clears> all day long. My kid has been watching cartoons. He has been playing with his iPad. Um, obviously <clears throat> with parental controls and like, we're, we yeah. know what he's watching yeah. um, or playing, but like, I'm not against screen time. And in fact, I noticed last night, this kid is like legit reading. Like he knows how to read, like delete what? and cancel and um, like weird, like ga- video game terms like that, like cancel, delete. What was the other one? All kind uh, um like accept. play. Yeah. Yeah. Like not just like cat eat like this kid is legit reading words. I mean, that and sounds I, like Montessori. It's very functional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wish yeah. I could sit here and tell you it's because <laughs> of me. It's not. It's right. not. It's literally you know, ABC mouse, noggin, uh, sometimes Apple arcade games. Like, so for me, I think everything in moderation, sadly, he's had, uh, more screen time than I would have hoped for when he was a baby and everything was happening. Um, but life has been what it has been. We've had to do our best. Yeah. 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 We've had to make it work. And that was part of how we did it. And he got like, skills out of it so I don't know I I I really don't identify with any kind of parent sour I haven't found one yet that I feel really uh speaks to me but um you know I'm okay with that I'm all right I'm all right with being a uh a free spirit yeah free spirit parenting style yeah I think you should write a book about it Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's too far. <laughs> It'll too be called just do your fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> do your do your best. And, I think and you'd have a lot of readers. Yeah. yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, guys, time for another break to talk about clearly filtered. I use this every single day to filter my water that I give to myself, to Aaliyah, to make rice, anything. I think I'm so obsessed with this company because I was able to ask the founders a bajillion questions and they answered all of them. And I posted those all on my blog. They have systems that go underneath the sink. So whatever comes out of your faucets filtered, they have pitchers that go in your fridge and then they have water bottles that you can fill up anywhere and have filtered water. If you're interested in checking it out, it's called clearly filtered and Hey, Shayla will get you 15% off. Let's get back to the show. Well, and I feel like these questions are becoming like, I, I don't want to say dick measuring competition, but that's what it feels like where where it's like, oh, you, oh, well, we do screen time and I feel fine about it. And it's like, I don't, there's just so much judgment around everything that mom, everything, all the things that you have to decide as a mother and as a parent and as a whatever. And it's like that you just do what you have to do to make it happen. And if you're like not following the Montessori way, or like if you sleep train your kid or you co-sleep with your kid, who cares? Yeah. Like the, whatever yeah. is working for your family. Fantastic. And even that, so like, like, why can't we do a mixture of those things? Like when he was a baby, right. he slept in bed with me. My mom had a fit about it, but it was how <laughs> he slept. We were breastfeeding. It just worked. Yep. And now, yeah. and then once he hit about six months, we put him in a crib in his own room. We sleep trained. And you know what? He's totally. an amazing sleeper, despite both, yeah. both of those things. And I know parents who do the same thing and their kids are shit sleepers. Not yeah, they, there right? is nothing That's- you can do. You do your best. You hope for the best. Everything else is just like. Well, and I think and then you support other people that are trying to do the same thing. And that's why I feel like I just, I just feel like I'm asking these questions that it's becoming like, I just don't want it to feel judgmental or like defensive or anything like that. I'm like, I mean, the thing is really just, it was Carrie and I don't really care about, uh, people, people are going to judge you no matter what you do. So you either like us, you don't (laughs) like us, or you don't, you don't have a feeling either way. And you know what? Any way you go, that's okay. And that's really the whole point of, of our show, Momtourage, is it's supposed to be a place where we don't really identify with most moms because of kind of our views with things. The, the anti-mom yes, podcast. the anti-mommy group <laughs> mom podcast. Because yes. it's just like, yes. you do you. The, you yes. do what you need to survive to put your oxygen tank on first, like, like Carrie said. Yep. And then, yep. you know, hopefully... You get a well-rounded, healthy, 
uh, mentally, emotionally healthy child. Right. And going into it, knowing that you're going to screw up fact, like everyone feels like their parents failed them in some way. And, but also there's like, I could tell you a million things that they did wrong and a thousand things that they fantastically. And that there's like so many ways to do different things. And it's, do you need more, do you get more sleep co-sleeping or do you get more sleep when your kids in the other room? And you had to go through the sleep training, like whatever, whatever. Also studies have shown that as long as a child feels accepted, heard and loved, they do well. And so even if everything else goes to crap and we've all seen it, we've all seen the person that's wealthy and goes to the good school or has the quote unquote, seemingly great family. And then they don't, they don't feel great because they weren't accepted, seen and and love the way that they, and then we've seen kids that come from, you know, uh, homelessness or, or, um, uh, food insecurity, right. Some Mm -hmm. form of poverty and they, do beautifully in life. Yes, they had trauma. Yes, they had things. We, I get that. But the point is, you just do your best. That's mm-hmm. all you can do. Yeah, love your just kid. Just love your kid. Just love your yeah. kid. Parent however you want. I know. And I think that that's part of it. It's like with Instagram and social media and blogs and all these things, you get an overload of information of how to be the best Montessori parent, how to be the best this, how, and so if you're a physician and you can't co-sleep, but you want to be an attachment parenting style, you think that you're failing. And it's like, no, you're not, you're a great, but like, as long as you're loving your kid and you're doing all the things to support them and make them feel heard and seen and all like you're rocking. It. There is a lady on TikTok who does, um, themed baths for her child. And I've sent it, Carrie and I like send each other TikToks nonstop. I've sent it to Carrie and I watched it. And I was like, this is so extra. Like, like she, she was like, you know, he's just been feeling neglected lately. So I threw him a, con- I made him a construction bath so that he knew how loved he was. She's like, I just pulled, pulled out some palm fronds, yeah. some marshals. Yeah. She's like putting and- like little parking cones on the side of the bath and like, um, like, like cut up noodles, you know, like pool noodles into the bath for the bulldozer, like very, very wow. extra. And I saw it and I was like, yeah, Ooh, that is not the kind of mom I am by any means, but like, that's lovely. That is so but nice. kudos. Yes, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Yes. This is how she shows her yep. child love. And it, it, that's yep. nice. Yep. No, I agree. But that's it too. Like maybe someone else feeds their kid nutritious food. And that's how they show them love. Maybe someone else makes sure their kid gets outside every day and that's how they do it. But when you try to do all of those things, because social media is telling you that this is how you love your child, then you're going to fail. Then you're going to be overextended and overworked and thinking that because you don't have the bulldozers in your bath, you're a terrible mother, which is really the case for everything in in life, right? Social media is dictating that what, what perfection, what's correct. I mean, I was trying to do my eye makeup, like the fucking cone thing that I'm seeing everyone do. Yeah, yeah, not the trying. Right, right, right. And you know what? It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. (laughs) It is not a good look. And that's okay. Same thing goes for parenting. I don't even know what you're talking about with the cones. I don't even know. Like this thing, (laughs) you know, like the eyeshadow. Yeah, you don't know the, right. Oh, I'm talking about something else. So there oh, you I go. thought you meant the kind where they like do the thing and then they do the thing and they, I don't know. Nobody can see this in podcast. I'm doing visual things. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> you know, the thing in the, I mean, we're all talking we don't understand what we're saying anyway. So that's fine. But that's the thing is like within the mom space, you're failing, but then are you failing with your makeup? Are you failing right. with your body image? Are you failing with your relationship with your house style, whatever? Like it's so much, yep. so yep. much. And so I, I think just kind of like, filtering that with a really big filter and letting lots of things fall through and just being like, what things do I actually care about or turning it off and getting inside your head and freaking out about stepping on the ants, but really like sitting back and being like, what do I need? What, what do I need as a human? Like one of the questions that you asked is like, outsourcing what things should mom outsource we're kind of crossing I'm, I'm gonna be on their podcast <laughs> next so if you need more of this <laughs> go check and out you theirs, do but we promise you you do yes of course yeah when you need more of this there's more <laughs> so the question was what should you outsource and like that question 
is so individual. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be different for everybody and it should be different for everybody. Cause you need to think about what do I care about that I need for my mental health that I should pay someone to do. You don't need to listen to a podcast where she's like, Oh, I have a, somebody come and clean my house. Maybe it's therapeutic for you to clean your house. You don't want to pay totally. that out. You want to, you want to pay for the babysitter in so fact, that you Kristen, can have time to clean your house. In <laughs> fact, Kristen Bell, who we interviewed for the Stop show. Said she, you did yeah. not. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. She said wow. she likes, she likes yep. house cleaning. She likes all of the domestics. She She's would. really into it. I like her more and more. And we've, she would only. We've had people say like, uh, we we get a lot of celebrity guests. We like we're into the, like that kind of stuff. And I think it was like Andy Grammer came on and said that he would outsource buckling in the the car seat. And I thought that was an amazing <laughs> answer. And no one else has given. Yeah. Oh no, setting up. Setting yeah, up like just seat. like getting yeah. it situated in the car. What a fantastic, That's a fair, fantastic yeah. answer. And it's totally different because most people do say, oh, a cleaning lady or somebody to meal plan yep. or cook. a cook. Those are the three yep. most common ones. And I'm I thought sure. that was a brilliant answer. That is. Did you Chris- connect him with safe in the seat? Because she'll do that. I, said, I think we said <laughs> like, don't you just drive to the police you department? Can like a f- yeah. No, you can. But they they still are like, we'll show you. We're not going to do it uh, for you. Nobody wants. And that's so insane yeah. to me. Like, why is the hospital not trained or why don't they hire right. somebody that will do that? You're, you're just taking your infant for the first time in the car. And the thing that you set up that you don't even know that you did it yeah. right. Like have a security guard at the front that like when you walk out in your, you know, when you're wheeled out, it can check the car seat and be like, okay, let me show you how to handle this. Yes. Whatever. You have a lactation consultant. Totally. Hire on a new position where they are just installing car seats for new parents. Like that seems like. Oh, they whatever. they do have that service because I almost got it done in Brooklyn because w- when I brought Luna home from the hospital, Lee and I almost got into a knockout, drag out, punching fight over this <laughs> not being able to figure out. I was on, hor- I had all my hormones were crazy. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, you're a man. Why are you so able to do this? And he's like, you're the one that was in charge of it. I thought you knew how to do it. Like, oh, does he have that act? No, he does no. not. <laughs> yeah, the one in charge. <laughs> Listen, y'all don't like charge. <laughs> I'm like, I have to hold my baby and walk this across the Brooklyn Bridge. This is what happens when you have uh, two former actors on the show. There's just a yeah, lot right. of weird voices and saying. Oh, my gosh. I do that with Seth sometimes. And he's like, is that what I sound like? And I'm like, in my head, it is. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it is exactly what you sound like. Okay. Um, I also wanted to get into screen time because I am curious. More Like, screen time is... I mean, we'll keep it short for you in all honesty. I we're we're fine with it. Carrie, Carrie, when when I first met Carrie, she talked about developing Luna's umami palette, and I literally laughed. It worked. I laughed. What is that? Uh, you know, there's like sweet, sour, umami is what like do you mean a it trickier palette. She barely eats sometimes. But when she does, it's usually oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously. It's Wait, like so what? Up. So like mushrooms the- are umami. Um, Why are we going to have a new baby? Oh, Girl. what? <laughs> no, hey. baby. Mushroom. Pregnancy Come announcement. I'm gonna have a new baby. You're not going to have a new baby. because mommy's not. Tell pregnant. her no. Ew. <laughs> Mommy doesn't have um, a baby in her but, belly. But long story short, while Carrie's well, dealing well, with well, we're not having another baby. Um, <laughs> but she was also like very she wasn't anti screen time, but she was like, I just really want to be conscious and I really want to handle it. Right. And I got to tell you, nothing um, for me. I was on board like TV is a passion of mine. It is a field in right. which I work. It's an interest. My right. husband also works in entertainment. I grew up watching a ton of television and like, Same. yeah, it was. <laughs> And we're fine. And look how good yeah, we are. Like, honestly, though, I think I, 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 from what I can tell, the three of us are highly intelligent uh, women. Not, you know, like not even like I'm not talking like we can do math equations because Carrie and I cannot. Um, but in terms of high, high functioning, yeah, we're logical yeah. thinkers. We like we, we use deductive reasoning like there is <laughs> there is no. I mean, I wouldn't give my four-year-old, uh, look, I watch housewives in front of my four-year-old son. And he says, mama, I love housewives. Housewives is my favorite show. And it's not like, he likes like teen Titans go like those, you know, he likes kids stuff. 
But I wouldn't watch Euphoria in front of my kid. I wouldn't watch like something inappropriate like that. And so I think it's like everything else in moderation and just like watch what your kid is watching. So it's mindful. So it's not I I wouldn't want him seeing sex and I wouldn't want him seeing more than sex. I wouldn't want him seeing gun violence or um, fighting. fighting. We were watching the matrix for like very briefly. And I was like, I don't know. They're kind of like fighting while it's Aaliyah started hitting immediately after. And I was like, yeah, like, it's just so insane. And we watch a lot of Bluey. She loves Bluey. Oh, that's Bluey. nice. But, I wish my son did. But Bluey, okay, I love it. First of all, it makes me want to go to Australia every time I watch. Mm-hmm. But they're very like, the kids will be like, dad, are you going to play with me today? And he goes, oh, no, buddy, I have to fix the toilet. And I'm like, he just said no to his kids and he's just going to not play with them. And then the kid goes, oh, okay. And so now Aaliyah, you tell her like, oh, mommy's eating. And she goes, okay. Well, or, that's yeah. nice. That's not right. working for my kid. Well, she's not too Bluey. yet. She's not too yeah. yet. But, but like other things, when the kids get in conflict, it's like, well, you weren't playing with me. And then the other kid goes, you're right. I guess I wasn't playing with you. And like takes ownership yeah. of their actions and stuff. I'm like, okay, we can watch Bluey. Like yeah. that's, and just, I don't know. I, I, she's still young. Like she's not even two yet. And so I still am trying to like moderate it and figure it out. But my family had COVID two weeks ago and I, we, it was on from morning to night and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Not. Yeah. My biggest thing that I try to do. And again, this try is the key word here is that to interact with her while she's watching the show. So I'll be like, and what's they do? Because what I really don't want is a completely tuned out child and the, and the, and the TV is the full-time babysitter. Yeah. But I try to like, even if we're doing this, I'll check in on her and be like, Oh, look at that. That's your playing that body part game. Where are the, you know, like try to interact with her so that it's not like the TV is the only thing that's watching her. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. And then that way, if there's something on the show that <clears throat> you don't like or that then you can have a conversation about it and it opens up a door to a, a bigger conversation. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny that we have like these qualifying things like I let her do it, but right. I'm right there. Watching. Well, that's what life is yeah. all about. Like we're not, it's not a life is not black and white. It's full totally. of gray yep. area. So, yeah. And parenting is gray areas. You think that you are, you're like, oh, this is what I'm doing. No problem. Done and done. And then your baby's like. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I'm not doing that. The last time we had a gray area, I mean, the last time we didn't have a gray area was when you took that pregnancy test. That was the last time I was like, yep, that's right. Okay. That's the last time. (laughs) Yes. It's so insane because you learn all these things and you're like, that's okay. That's what I'm doing. We, Aliyah never slept in her bassinet ever, 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 ever. And I was like, what? Sleep in your freaking bassinet. So we've been co-sleeping since then, which I honestly love. But I'm like, I really, because I'm pregnant right now. I'm oh, like, congrats. I don't, thanks. Just hit the third trimester. You're wearing black. Yeah. I couldn't even tell. Yeah. Well, and it's like boobs up. So you can't. Well, yeah. if you could see my boobs, though, you might know <laughs> if you knew that I didn't have boobs before. Anyway, third so tri- third trimester, I got the blessing of lips. Cause I've never mm. had lips ever. Wow. Like, and it was a little bit like, yeah, I look was, pregnant of the face. And I was like, Oh, I like this pregnant. of." Was the it face. just the lips? I feel like my whole face is kind of puffing up a little it bit. It didn't get, it just got a little bit, but it didn't look puffy. It was mostly just my oh, lips wow. and like a little bit of lift of the cheeks. And I was like, Oh my God, I can stay pregnant of the face. Yeah. It would be amazing. <laughs> it was like filler. But oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. No, I just, I'm just hoping that baby number two does a bassinet. And I've heard people that are like hardcore co-sleeping moms who are like my second wanted nothing to do with sleeping in the bed. I'm like, what? So you just have all these ideas about what's going to happen. And then like shocker, your child's their own human and they get to make their own decisions and have their own preferences. And you have to just roll with it. And yeah, we're all just doing our best. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a parenting style. I think you just coined it. Just do, just I don't know what best. is coined Jesus. exactly. Yeah. Winging yeah. it And uh, yeah. yeah, just doing what yeah. you can. <laughs> I mean, it's the only way to do it. I don't know. I, I feel like anything in life where you try and just be like, I'm locked into this philosophy. Totally. Firstly, you're not growing in any way and you're, you're making your life so much more stressful and those around you. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. I had something I was going to say after that. That's sorry. 
gone now. No, it's well, it was, it was piggybacking, but I can't remember. So it was probably really good though. So we, we, we definitely are missing out. Um, cool. Well, I think, I mean, I think that was awesome. I really love that you guys were on here and just like sharing all the stuff and we were just, you know, chatting about all the crunchy things and all the non-crunchy things and <laughs> everything in between yep. and everything in between, because that's what it is. Oh, that's, I remember, I remember Yay. we are blessed with this. Remember <laughs> no, <clears throat> now it's gone. That happened. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's gone. Pregnancy, Brett. You were too Stop. happy about it. I know. I needed to just go for it. Oh, okay. What your why? When you come, like, I feel like if you can understand why you're doing something, then when you get critiques from other people, it can roll off of you a little bit easier. I found that if I like decided on something and I understood why I wanted to do it, even if it changed, I could take the critiques from like. I don't know, my mom or my friends or whatever, who are like, oh, you're co-sleeping. And it's like, yeah, because I get so much yeah. more sleep and that's why yep. we're doing it. And that's it. And like, so I feel like a lot of moms who are insecure about their decisions then have a, a little bit of a harder time because they can't, they, they themselves don't really understand why they're doing it or what they're doing and, and are self-conscious when they change course because it didn't work. And so I think if you can just like roll with it and understand why you're doing things, then you can like handle the brunt of other people's judgment because, you know, even as a baby, they show you. So the argument against co-sleeping other than smothering your child in your sleep um, is which is really the most right. Really, really, it's the only one that I think is one to actually pay attention to. Yes. Yeah. But the other argument against it is, okay. then your kid gets too attached and can't put themselves to sleep. They they need this kind of coddling. Right. And. Your kid will give you signs of that. Firstly, as a newborn baby, they're just trying to survive too. There is no logic. You're supposed to be exactly as a newborn baby. There is no logical thought happening up in that teeny tiny little bird brain. (laughs) It's not happening. Okay. (laughs) But once they hit us, and that was why I switched him over to a crib at six months after sleeping with us was because I started to notice he wasn't sleeping without me. And one of the things I wanted because of my life and the things I work on in therapy is for him to understand how to self-soothe. That is incredibly important to me. He is, he is an only child. He will likely continue to be an only child and he needs to be able to walk through this life alone. I know that sounds fucking terrible and confident. No, it sounds terrible. I am an only child. I cannot do it. I don't know. I it's hard for me. (laughs) I can't. It's hard for me to make a decision on my own. It's hard. I truly, this is the truth. And that was my motivation when I noticed totally needed to sleep. He could not self soothe. It was like, nope, we're going to train him to do this. The other night, the last yeah. night he said, mama, there's monsters in my room. I didn't get out of bed to go soothe him. My husband didn't get out of bed. He didn't. This, our kid didn't get out of bed. We just like said, honey, everything's OK. We promise you we've never seen a monster in our lives. We promise you've never seen a monster. You're OK. Good night. Yeah. And that was it. And that that is where I feel successful as a parent is that I have raised a child at this point in his life, it's still too early to tell. Right. Yeah. But I feel like my main objective, other than showing him he's loved and taken care of, was for him to be able to self-soothe and to understand boundaries and how to apply them as he gets later in life. Yeah. And he's done that. And that's great. Yeah. And you knew why you were right, doing exactly. it. And you had and like, I could defend yeah. it. And not that yeah. I need to. Even just for right. yourself. Right. Yeah. Just to understand. Well, because there's a weathering through the storm when you do a transition yeah. like that. At like when we night weaned, I was like, I'm done. I cannot yeah. do this anymore. I And you get to a point where you're like, I will withstand the three nights of crying. Oh, God, and that con- was the worst. Like, <laughs> right. And just like getting through it because you know that what you understand what you're trying to do. If you're just kind of like, well, it's a year yep. now, so I should probably wean and blah, 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 but I'm not really sure you are, might not succeed yeah. because you're not really sure why you're doing it. And it's hard. Yeah. And I just think that that's important to. Yep. Yeah. Whoa. Well, that was a doozy, cool. huh? That was a doozy, but I loved it. It was <laughs> yeah. great. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. If anybody, well, if any, when you guys want to check out more 
from these two because you it's a mom I mean it's mom trash but it's a mom podcast so what you just interview people and talk about all these I mean it's a mom podcast uh for women that are more than just moms is kind of what we like to look at it as we have we yeah. uh, we talk about the things we're into like pet psychics and hot hot <laughs> celebrity gossip and tiktok but we also talk about articles that pertain to motherhood we talk to parenting experts we talk to celebrities who are parents and ask them about their parenting experiences it's really supposed to be as all encompassing of a show as you are a woman or, or you Ooh, are or as a parenting folk person, yeah, individual, right. yes, of course, because yes. you know mothers are not just those who were assigned female at birth, right? Or a parent tourage is really maybe what it is. Are. It just yeah, doesn't have the same true. ring to it, you know? No, definitely <laughs> not. Right? We wanted it to be snappy, and yes. it and it is. It is Thank snappy. You. Yes. <laughs> But so it's Momtourage podcast and then it's the same for your handle, making it super so easy. easy on Instagram. Super so easy. easy. We want Beautiful. you to find us, guys. Yeah, just come find us. Stalk <laughs> us. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for being on and I will connect with you on Instagram. Thanks for having cool. us. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please share with somebody you think would love And I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment and rating below so I can know what you guys are digging, what you want more of, just connect with you a little better. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.